Welcome into Outkick the Show. I am your fearless leader, Clay Travis. It is Friday, and we're headed into a weekend where it seems like there's going to be a lot of college football and NFL action going on. Plus, a lot of you slackers aren't working all next week because of the holiday surrounding Thanksgiving. We'll get to that in a moment, but first, I want to tell you, after this week and after the last several weeks, there may be a lot of you who want to do what I do, raise a glass and drink a lot of vodka. And if that's the case, you need Dixie Vodka for the NFL and for college football this weekend. You'll be glad that you did it. Raise a glass for Dixie Vodka. They refused to change their name when all of the losers out there came after them and said, oh my God, how dare you name a vodka after Dixie? Well, if you hate cancel culture like I hate cancel culture, Dixie Vodka needs to be your choice when you go into any liquor store in the country. Based in Charleston, South Carolina, they are fabulous. They are fantastic. Many different flavors. Raise a glass for Dixie Vodka. All right. Right off the top here, some positivity. The University of Tennessee has lost four straight football games. But I am going to personally guarantee you that they cannot fail to cover with the number that we are going to have at fanduel.com slash clay. For every 250 of you who bet, the line moves a point. Literally, I just checked this a moment ago and Tennessee is now plus 58 and a half against Auburn tomorrow. This line may be 100 by tomorrow night. It is basically a free $50 for anybody in the state of Tennessee. $45.45 if you want to get really technical. $50 max bet. Okay? Are you listening to me? Free $50. It's going to end up Tennessee plus 100. Even Tennessee can't fail to cover that number against Auburn. By the way, the actual number is around 11. So you're talking about the number right now at 58 and a half. How do you get it? You have to be inside the state of Tennessee. You can be traveling for the holidays. You can cross the border from one of the eight states that borders Tennessee. You can be landing in an airplane only to have a layover at one of the Tennessee airports. But while you're here, fanduel.com slash clay, fanduel.com slash clay, sign up and you will be well on your way to winning $50 guaranteed. That's fanduel.com slash clay. All right, every time I think that things can't get more ridiculous in this country, they are getting more ridiculous. Much of the ridiculousness has to do with COVID and all of the insanity and fallout as a result. This is the latest COVID absurdity in sports. Virginia Tech and Pittsburgh are playing a football game in Pittsburgh this weekend. Tomorrow, in fact. Due to new Pennsylvania regulations, the teams have to wear masks on the field during the game. Not just their helmets. Inside of their helmets, they have to wear masks on the field during the game because of Pennsylvania regulations. Let me repeat... On the field, during the game, they are wearing masks, okay? Important detail here. There is not one instance in the world of COVID being spread during a sporting event. Let me repeat that. There is not one instance in the world that has been proven or confirmed or frankly even alleged that I have seen 
of COVID spreading from one team to another during the course of a game. This is all cosmetic theater. The number of people out there that are willing to do whatever they are told despite all evidence to the contrary suggesting it is worthless is blowing my mind. Most people in America have become sheep. I don't know if social media has just accelerated it. I don't know if there is an overwhelming desire to be a pussy willow the likes of which has never existed in the history of this country. Wearing masks during football games is utterly nonsensical. There is no science that supports it. There is no science that supports the decision of California to have a curfew from 10 to 5 a.m. There is no science that supports the idea that you can't eat Thanksgiving dinner with your family. All of this is madness. Pure, unadulterated madness. Logic, rationality, basic use of common sense, it doesn't exist anymore in this country right now. Every time I think that things can't get more ridiculous, I check the news and they are getting more ridiculous, okay? I don't know when the great masses are going to finally stand up and say, enough, we're done with it, but it's past that time. It is well past the time when reasonable, intelligent Americans, Democrats, Republicans, independents, whatever your political leanings are, this is all madness. We have got to stand up to this absurdity and recognize what is going on here. All of our basic constitutional rights are being trampled on in the name of safety and the name of safety isn't actually saving anyone. It's just not. The data doesn't reflect it at all. This is pure, unadulterated madness. And I saw this. I saw this tweet right before I started. And I'm thinking to myself, we are now in the position right now where things that are fundamentally not true, 100% not true, are being used as evidence that they're true. I'm using one as an example here. I'm not talking about a opinion-based disagreement. The Emmy Awards just sent out this tweet. Andrew Cuomo will receive the International Emmy Founders Award in recognition of his leadership during the COVID-19 pandemic and his masterful use of TV to inform and calm people around the world. I just, I mean, do people not read? Do they not look at basic data? Andrew Cuomo is the worst political leader in the 21st century, maybe in our lives in America. He directly sent COVID patients back into nursing homes, which is why New York has the worst death rate from COVID of any place in the world. He literally did a worse job dealing with COVID based on basic factual data than anyone in the entire world and they're giving him an Emmy? This dude had the audacity to write a book about how well he handled COVID while COVID is still going on with the worst record in the world for handling COVID. They just shut down New York City schools this week again. They're going to have to lock down for a second time. 
New York has one of the highest unemployment rates in the nation because not only did he run up the highest rate of death in the world per capita, he also destroyed New York's economy. You literally could not have worse leadership than what Andrew Cuomo, the governor of New York, did. We are being sold an artificial bill of goods that isn't in any way reflective of what actually is going on in the real world. It's pure madness. It's absolute and complete and total balderdash. There is no legitimacy to it whatsoever. I just, I, 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 I saw that and I thought this has to be a prank. This can't be the real world. There's no way that Andrew Cuomo is being lauded, praised, given an award for his decision-making when it's literally the worst in the world. It's impossible for a politician to have done a worse job with COVID than Andrew Cuomo did based on every uh, every objective measurement. We live in a post-facts world. It's like you can't even look at the data. Same thing with schools shutting down. There's no data to support it. Even the initial data was flawed. It was predicated on the 1918 flu, which affected people across a wide variety of age ranges. And now, it never made any sense to shut down, but it certainly makes no sense to shut down kids for a year and not have them able to get their their most basic education. I, I don't even know how to reconcile the absolute lies that are being sold and propagated connected to COVID. It's infuriating. It's without precedent in my life in terms of its flagrant falsehood. And the fact that these lies are being peddled as if there isn't clear factual data to, to contradict them is, is, is terrifying, frankly. And the number of people who acquiesce to all of this is equally terrifying. There's no basis at all whatsoever to support it. Just zero. There really isn't. Uh, so, I, I, I mean, on one hand, OutKick is exploding and our audience is skyrocketing. And I appreciate that because I feel like there's such a deep need for the truth out there a craving for it. But the fact that so many of these COVID details are flagrantly false and it's as if they can't be discussed, it's blowing my mind. Uh, The NFL six-pack of picks. Let me at least make you some money. All right, fanduel.com slash clay. Let me go ahead and give you my outkick. Six-pack of picks. I've actually got seven picks for you today. All right, are you ready for my seven picks? Titans plus six at Baltimore. The Lions minus two at the Panthers. The Patriots minus one and a half at the Texans. Atlanta plus five at New Orleans. The Dolphins, Broncos under 45 and a half. The Chiefs minus eight at Las Vegas. And the Rams on Monday night plus four at the Bucks, There's actually a Baker's half dozen here. Seven picks for you. All of those out there for you to be able to check out. Again, Titans plus six. Lions minus two. Pats minus one and a half. 
Atlanta plus five. Dolphins, Broncos, under 45 and a half. Chiefs minus eight at the Raiders and the Rams plus four at the Bucks. I encourage you to all go check those out uh, and you will be glad. Hopefully, we'll have another week somewhat even near as good as last week when we went 6-0 and with the NFL six-pack. Uh, the Pac-12 is adjusting its kickoff times because of the California curfew. I desperately need for police to show up at a football game with no crowds present and actually start arresting players and coaches in the fourth quarter because the game has gone over the curfew. This would be amazing. It would also simultaneously demonstrate how absurdly stupid and nonsensical curfews are as if the virus at 10.55 becomes more dangerous than it was at 10, as if at 5.05 the virus becomes less dangerous than it was between 4 and 5. This is, like, there's no science to support it at all. It's madness. It's absolute insanity. But the Pac-12 is having to adjust their kickoff times because of this California absurdity. Taysom Hill getting to start over Jameis Winston. You just heard me talking about the fact that I like the Atlanta Falcons 8-5 and five in their last 13 as an underdog uh, against the Saints. I think that Matt Ryan and company might win this game outright. Uh, Taysom Hill getting the start over Jameis Winston is its own interesting little dramatic shift. Uh, but to me, the value here, beyond a shadow of a doubt, is on the Atlanta Falcons. And uh, the Seahawks got a big win last night in the NFC West. Everything going crazy in the NFC West right now. Uh, And that was absolutely, positively, a huge win for Russell Wilson and company. I can't believe Carlos Dunlap got that sack at the end of the game. Like many of you, I thought that the Cardinals would go right down the field and score there to tie it at 28 or potentially to go for two and go for the win uh, inside of the final 30 seconds or so. Instead, the Seahawks got a really big win against uh, the Arizona Cardinals. All right. I love all of you. Raise a glass for Dixie Vodka. The number, let me check the latest uh, number on this Tennessee game against uh, this interesting game between Tennessee and Auburn. Spread the love. Uh, The number now is up to 59 and a half. So if you go to fanduel.com slash clay right now, that's fanduel.com slash clay, you get a number plus 59 and a half it is pretty incredible plus 59 and a half all right I love all of you my name is Clay Travis DBAP unless you need to SBAP fanduel.com slash Clay 59 and a half you can't lose 50 free dollars eight border states drive across the state line make your uh, make your picks as well fanduel.com slash Clay and Dixie Vodka raise a glass you're going to need it this weekend I appreciate all of you I'll be live at 5 Eastern, 4 Central, 3 Mountain, and 2 Pacific on Fox Bet Live, final television show of the week. Kisses, particularly for the haters. I couldn't have done it without you. This has been OutKick, the show.